Welcome to It Won't Turn Off. My name is Britton Roselle, your host for the next approximate hour of auditory content. Joining me today is the illustrious Logan Lilly and Andrew Pohl. Hi, guys. No greetings from me this week. For those familiar with It Won't Turn Off, I want to thank you for sticking with us through all these years. And for new listeners, welcome to the conversation. Each month that Won't Turn Off, we'll be looking at a different prompt. In this case, we're continuing with our remakes series for the month of February, where we pitch a classic game remake and see what we can come up with. Stay tuned later this month for our community episode, which you have a chance to be featured on. If you let us know your remake pitches on Facebook or Twitter. Get those in. Yeah, that will be for next week. We do have some guests line up for that as well. So it'll be a fun episode overall, I think. I'm very excited. Um, without further ado, let's get into the episode right after this word from our sponsors and our intro. Yesterday was a Nintendo Direct um, that in, kind of talked about a lot of things that are coming out this year, except for the ones that matter, which are Animal Crossing, potentially Pokemon and Bayonetta. So, But yeah. Pokemon wasn't going to get announced this early. They never do that. Yeah, it'll be announced yeah. at E3. Unless it's a Zelda game, which they did talk about, but it, unless it's a new Zelda game, at which point they would probably announce it now and it would come out in 2025. Yeah, it was a bunch of JRPGs. Um, mm-hmm. It was some ports. It was some updated versions. Yeah. Delta Ruins coming for, for some reason because it was really it sold the best on the Switch so uh, or Undertale did. Uh, That's cool. why there's reasons for it. There's reasons. Um, for it. they had a lot of dogs in there. Yep. There's not going to be that many dogs in the actual game. Yeah, I don't like how they advertise the Undertale games, but that's kind of a personal thing. Maybe okay. they don't like how you advertise you. Yeah, like, if Toby <laughs> Fox was here, like, do you think he would appreciate your brand? Maybe he's pretty sad about it. You now. know, honestly. Probably not. I'm sorry, Toby. I'm sorry for insulting you, but I actually don't like it, so please change it. Thanks. See, that's what people sound like all the time with everything I that said got please. announced. That's that's what everybody you sounds a like. Please in there, Britain. Like, no, I. Who says please no more? That's the internet right now talking about the Nintendo Direct. Just like it's not exactly what I wanted. Therefore, it is time to complain. I actually thought this direct was fine compared to like a lot of their direct, like there's been a lot of directs that were just hot garbage. Mm -hmm. And this one was actually pretty decent. I'm very excited for for everyone. I would think fire Emblem looks okay. Like I'm a fan of the link of links awakening. I really, I I had no expectation for that. Like at no point did I think they were ever going to attempt and do that. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know. I, I like the top-down Zelda games the most, so I, I will probably hit that up. Yeah, this it's very much was their follow-up to Link to the Past, which mm-hmm. is my favorite top-down. I Zelda. really like um, that they're making Playmobil relevant again. Yeah, yeah. The, well, I don't like the, the art, eyes. The art style is very odd, but I kind of like that they're. I mean, they for all intents and purposes, they could have just put, made it a like. Oh God, it kind of looks like what a mother virtual game would console look like. thing. Yeah, it does. Like Ugh. honestly, if there was a mother game and it looked like that, I wouldn't be upset. Because yeah. it would kind of harken to the claymation style. Yeah, it's kind of weird that that's the art style, but I guess spoilers, Andrew, for a game that's like literally. I'm really excited. Years old. So I'm really excited to talk about that. Um, um did you, am I allowed to say what I was going to say? Yeah, say okay. what you were going to say, and then but I'm going to say what I was. I'm, I'm hoping that like at some point it's like, yeah, the art style is weird because it's it is literally a dream, like the whole game. Oh my god, spoilers! So there was a thread on Reset oh, yeah, the other day. Um, there was a thread, and it was talking about. How um, Marin is like actually a seagull or something, and I'm like okay, um, but the 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 thread title was like 
something about it being a dream and that it's just four pages of people complaining about the fact that you just ruined this experience for people who haven't experienced the game yet. It's like, this game is 26 years old. Yeah, yeah. 26. You can't go through life expecting, like, everything to be untainted. That would be like Like, somebody being upset if... Andrew's remake of Metroid last week. If you're watching this out spoilers, of spoilers, um, <laughs> if they were like upset that you knew Samus was a woman, it's like at some points the the cat's already out of the box and you can't put it back in. It's been don't um, put your cats in boxes. Let them free. But it's if they're like in that. there, we don't know if they're in there. Did you try putting Opie in a box? Oh, Opie loves boxes. Oh, okay. aww. I got um, two cats now. You got two cats? I have two cats Your mom now. let you have two cats? Well, Amelia stole the second one. Well, oh. not really stole oh it. God. It was... <laughs> oh, did, you, did you kidnap it? No, <laughs> her parents had a barn cat, and when yeah. we came home, the one, like, we went out with them, and then when we came back the one night, she said, well, if you're going with us, jump in the car. And she did, and like, immediately <laughs> after she said that, so now we have Opie and Brienne. So. Wait, is that like a permanent addition to your household? Yeah, she's just she's part of the family just now. Just because she just showed up? She, she has a fart face, in. and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll need pictures. Oh, I'll show you that. Anyway, yeah, so that was the Nintendo Direct. It was it was whatever. It's There are some games, if you're interested in them, then cool. Tetris 99 is the best thing there, and I already won several matches, so. Sick. I would be, Are like, you going to be like people like that'll, that'll, that'll do it with Fortnite and post all your victory royales on your Snapchat? I did. I um, posted the one on Twitter. Okay, well, Twitter's fine, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I would be much more, like, interested and excited for Fire Emblem Three Houses. So, I, I do like the, the teacher angle. Mm-hmm. If, like, <clears throat> I didn't have to hear the people talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses as much as they do. Yeah. Or just Fire Emblem in general, the way they do. Well, I mean, it's the the fans who were fans before Awakening came out are one right. thing, but then the fans who were fans after Awakening came out are an entire different like breed of human being. So, yeah. yes, that that is, per- yes. Yeah. I'm excited for Mario Maker, despite the fact that it's just, I guess, kind of a port with new fe- more Luigi's features. Luigi's on the, the the cover, so I think you're going to be able to play as Luigi as, like, you'll be able to switch characters. Wow, I really think that's Wowie. a good prediction. Wowie. Where did you get that one from? Myself. Do you have a source? Does your uncle work for Nintendo? He knows. I am Nintendo. I'm hoping for two players. Like, that'd be kind of neat if you could do it all, uh... Um, Ultimate Chicken Horse, yes. Oh, God, Ultimate but Chicken Horse. Up so much stupid stuff for people to make. Well, that or, that's what's um... exciting about it. Uh, new Super Mario Bros you with all the toads i only play good games so i'm not really well sure yeah but it's one. i mean it's it, it is just mario yeah with multiple no, mario. People that's on a crock of shit britain and you know it that'd be sick though to, if you could do it in all the different styles like i want to see multiple people on the screen in the super mario world engine yeah like if you if you like mario maker like i I don't see why there would be any it reason to not be excited for a one of the one. three good experiences on the wii u right so I'm excited for it. But Smash. Mm. No, not Smash. We're not included. Not anymore. No, it wasn't. It wasn't to begin with. Well, I I liked it. I'm a sucker for a Smash. Like I tried to play it. I I tried to go back to the old Smash. It just like feels like you can't do that now. It doesn't feel right. Um, Mario Maker. Mm -hmm. Smoosh. Bayonetta two. Bayonetta two. Bayonetta two. Oh wow. I mean, I guess Fire Emblem. Didn't the first Splatoon come out on? Wii U? Yeah, Splatoon was Wii U. Oh. I never played Splatoon, but I know a lot of people are diehard fans of it. So, yeah. All right, well, that's 15 minutes of Nintendo's Direct, so I'm going to make this a separate segment, and then 
we'll get right into my remake, which I'm really excited to talk about. Ooh. Somebody order a pizza ball. I, for one, love pizza balls. <laughs> that was my favorite season of Dragon Ball. <laughs> That's when they spun off into all pizza adventure. Where's the other pizza ball, Vegito? <laughs> <laughs> So this month we've been talking about video game remakes. We've been taking games that we like or you have better Logan. ideas for. I just keep picturing, like, just imagine the art style of Dragon Ball, but everybody's just a pizza boy. It's beautiful. You're I love it. A pizza boy? Yeah, like, everyone's just, like, pepperoni pizzas. Like, they're just gooey, and it's... Never mind. Go on. Finish, finish your ideas. So this month we've been taking a look at video game remakes. We've been pitching them. Um, it's now my turn. To, to to drop the hammer drop the hammer on people here um i chose a video game that is very dear to many people mm-hmm. um it's also old and Same. needs to be looked at i think very closely um i also have reason to believe that it may indeed be getting a remake mm-hmm. so i want to Talk about that after I talk about my case. Right before, like, what if literally you were going in and you were like, I don't know why it would be your pick, but what if you were like, oh, let's do Link's Awakening, and then like the direct drop. Right. Like, can you imagine how? I'm not like, psychic, but I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. It, it happens happened to pretty us before. often. Yeah, like... we did used to like pretty often predict events. We used that to were create occurring. universes on this podcast. That was when we were doing the day to day news, though, so it was yeah. like kind of easier to see the trend and like predict what was. Yeah, happen. that's fair, I guess. But yeah. It was still kind of creepy sometimes, though. Yeah, the cookies are real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. I picked Star Wars The Old Republic. Heresy! Ooh. Okay. Um, mostly because it came out in 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way to play it now, really, effectively, is through backwards compatibility on the Xbox or on PC after modding it to fit a 16 by 9 like, yeah. screen. Um. And then changing textures and then updating control. Like, you need to go through... You need to recreate it yourself pretty much. It needs to go through the Final Fantasy VII remake style. What? Do you have, like, a mod just for that? No, just like... Like, everything Final Fantasy... Like, a new game. Okay. More or less a new game. Yeah. I I, I mean, I'm going to get to that. But basically, like, it's there's no way to experience it that's currently very pleasant, I feel like. Um, Playing it on backwards compatibility on Xbox One is fine um because it did come out on xbox originally so like it translates relatively well Mm -hmm. but it's it's old it's a 2003 game (laughs) so like obviously there are shortcomings to it um it's kind of weird it's kind of janky but at the time obviously you know it's a very important video game i think it's arguably the most important star wars game just because of one how critically acclaimed it was to how it brought... I'm forgetting about the Pod Racer game. No, I know. I'm including that. And, like, the list of best Star Wars video games, it's, like, Knights of the Old Republic and then Star Inside Wars of Knights of Old Republic is the Pod Racer game. Mm. Yeah, maybe include you did that have, as a You did have that, like, drag race part of it. The, yeah. The, like, bikes. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, yeah. Forgot about that, honestly. <laughs> it's not a very great part <laughs> of the game. Favorite part of the game. Um... But yeah, like there's just there are reasons to take a second look at this game. And Knights of the Old Republic 2 is kind of similar in that like if you're trying to play it, there is a whole like 13 gigabyte patch that fixes 
everything and includes the cut content. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some cut content with the original game, but like that could obviously be worked in. And then now, really to continue the story, all you have is Old Republic, the MMO. Yeah. And not everybody wants to play an MMO, one. Yeah. Not everybody likes the art style of that MMO, two. And it has a monthly subscription unless you just want to, you know, pay for a month and then just go through the story. Yeah. Which is possible because I think it was like two summers ago I went through it um, when the Fallen Throne expansion was happening. And, like, it's a good game. Like, story-wise, it's great. It gives you mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities to build your character, which I'll get into later. But it's not it's not the most exciting game to play. Um so I was very much interested in this game as a child, predominantly because one, it was Star Wars, um, and two, it was just like the new thing that people were talking about on like X Play and other G four programs. Mm. But I, um, you know, was in peace. like six, seven. No, how old was I? Four, three. Yeah, I was seven when this game came out. Um, so obviously I didn't comprehend most of the intricacies of the combat system that had been employed by Bioware. Um, and I had a pretty poorly leveled slash optimized character, and I never got past the Rancor fight in the sewer. Oh, um, yeah, that was a pain in the ass. Yeah, and our old-ass Dell laptop could barely run it anyway. So it was just, like, a bad experience. So I kind of shelved it for a little bit until we got an Xbox. Um, I was a few years older, but still, like... There wasn't that connection happening yet, I feel like, mm-hmm. and I never really got much farther than the Sewer Rancor fight, but I did coincidentally finish the other Bioware game that came out on Xbox, Jade Empire. Oh my God. So, like, I don't know what the difference was there, but there apparently was one. Um, I actually didn't end up finishing Old Republic until, like, junior year of high school in, like, 2012, mm. just because I got my new computer, and then I'm like, I need something to play on this bad boy. <laughs> and found Star Wars The Old Republic at Best Buy for like $3. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is happening. This um, bad boy. And then I played through it. And it's just, it's such a good game. And obviously I don't want to spend too much time talking about that because everything positive that could possibly be said about this video game already has. been said. Um, yeah. I like the dialogue options a lot. Yeah, like there are there are definitely good things in this game. There were a lot of very good ideas. The system were was relatively, you know, revolutionary as far as it's active, but then you can pause it, you can issue commands. Um, It has romances, it has a pretty in-depth, like, Mm -hmm. dialogue window that obviously we see carried over in other Bioware games um, until this day. So there's a lot of things here that aren't going to be hard to fix, basically, and bring to a modern experience. It's mostly just... Updating the graphic engine, um, main like smoothing out a lot of the pacing things in between worlds because some worlds have a lot more to do than others, and then you're just like there for like four seconds and it's right. like oh well, there was no point to doing this. The first playthrough that I had for some strange reason, when you're on the planet and you're like they're like go get your crystals for your lightsaber. Yeah. Like, my game would just become real chunky right there. Like, you'd, you'd like, it's like, go to those caves, and the character would take, like, three hours to oh, move. Oh, when you have to fight the crate, the crate dragon? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, 
literally my computer would almost like set on fire. Yeah, and that's what my experience was. But whenever I would load into the main like cityscape, yeah, on terrace, so it was great. So I would just literally the first playthrough, I had to like delete my save and start over again because my computer just would not accept that yeah. part of the game. Um, what I would really like to see if this were to ever happen would. To see the light and dark side scale work a little bit more elegantly. Yeah. Because um, there are reasons for you to pick one or the other, but the choices that lead to them are kind of ridiculous. Like, basically, it's set fire to an orphanage and murder people or save a puppy. Like, these right. are your two options for any situation. Like, you pass someone on the street and you're, you, you just have kill the them. options of, like, tell them, hi, how are you? Or if you if you look me in the eyes, I will murder yeah. you on the spot. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's not realistic in any way, shape, or form. And I know for a narrative, you know, it's not going to be the most, conver- like, realistic conversation. It's also Star Wars. But it's Star Wars. But so that like, would be kind of a neat, like, you're right. It's not like Anakin before he became Vader was just, like, murdering, like, people on the street because they looked at him. Yeah. Like, he had a fall to murdering younglings. Right. Rest in peace, the younglings. Tragic. Um, but I would, yeah, like I said, I would like They're to make it a little bit more. Now, it's okay. Less binary. Um, like, sometimes the light side thing isn't, like, the good option, yeah. air quotes. And sometimes the, air quotes, good option is the one that relates more closely to, like, Sith ideals. And the one thing that I do think does this well is actually Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, because mm-hmm. when you make your character, you pick if you want to be a Sith or a Jedi. Or, right. like, light side or dark side, basically. Um, but then you have room within those categories to decide, like, what kind of Sith or what kind of Jedi you are. Right. My character that I played was a Sith who made noble decisions. So he mm-hmm. had light side of the Force tendencies, which gave him different stat bonuses to moves and stuff. Gotcha. Um, so, like, there's a in-game reason to choose this, as well as a narrative reason to pick one or the other. I tried to be a bounty hunter in that game. Bounty hunter's fun. And I didn't do it well. Like it's kind of hard. Any person with a lightsaber was just like, "I'm better than you in yeah. every way possible." It's you have to really like understand how bounty hunters play in yeah. order to like even get through that the campaign. As well as clumsy and random as a blaster. I made a Star Wars reference, everyone. Well, that was it. Won't turn off. We're yeah, done. <laughs> Cancelled forever. Now I'm doing it. I'm pulling the plug. A big draw of the remake would be bringing the worlds that are explored into modern fidelity. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, Bioware has a very pretty game with Anthem. Um, not sure if you've seen it, but it is very pretty. So, basically, bringing the Frostbite engine into this RPG, I feel like you'd be able to do a lot because the worlds aren't completely open. Like there are pathways, there are linear right. connectors. So you would be able to do a lot within that. It's kind of like how your old Resident Evil games had like these amazing like background art. Right. And then your character would be a little bit less detailed because yeah. they were moving. Um, and then the remake of that took all of that, made it CG. So it was just like this very, very high quality background made with computer generated graphics that lended itself well to exploration because they weren't making a big open world video game. Right. And that's something that I think if you take all of the energy that you put into making this like gigantic space for Anthem, you would be able to put a same level of detail and kind of like finesse into the different worlds in um Knights of the Old Republic. 
Because you look at, like, Battlefront 2, like, those maps are fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Because they're isolated. They're contained. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you just kind of take those, take you could even, like you were talking about with your remake um, with Star Wars Shadow of the Empire, like, you could use a lot of those assets. Oh, yeah. And just, just do it. Like, you have these amazing assets for Star Wars. Just do something with them other than Battlefront. Yeah. Is kind of what I would like I think to that's kind of, like, with us both picking a Star Wars game, it's almost that... I think the easy narrative we can say here is Star Wars games need a win. Like, really need a win. Like, Battlefront 2 is a good game now, but, like, it... It's not for everyone. Like, you can't... Yeah. Not yeah, everyone can don't... load up a competitive shooting game and be like, this is Star Wars, this is what I want. Like, there's not... Now we're pod racing. Not... Yeah. Now we're pod racing. Not all of us are pod racing kids. That's amazing. But, yeah, I think, especially from a narrative standpoint, there is not a good story there simply put unless fallen order ends up being okay because it was not canceled yeah it's one of the few that's holding on by and i am going to talk string. about that in a little bit um, yeah as i have it in my notes but like continue but if that shits the bed like there is no good modern story driven star wars game like they added yeah. a story to battlefront 2 but yeah, it, it's it like was, 20, it it's like, just fine like it wasn't even yeah. I, I wasn't. I, I didn't enjoy it as much. But as I you wanted don't. To. You don't go back to that game to hear see the story. No, again. I, like I've, I've not played the story more I, than once. I beat it, and I have never even tried to go back and get all the collection stuff. Yeah. Like I want a good single player Star Wars right game or RPG that isn't Old Republic. And like that's not anything against Old Republic. It's just I. Not everyone's know. into that, and like right. I really fucking love MMOs. Like they are part of me, but. I don't want that kind of experience for like I've already played through the Old Republic story. Let I get me it. I don't be an Ewok. Right. Ooh. Let him be Cowards, an Ewok. Cowards, let me be an Ewok. Jedi Ewok. It, there was one in existence. There was extended universe. The extended universe. Um I kind of want the gameplay to be this is where I think people are going to be like what the fuck are you talking about? Um I kind of want it to play similarly to the system that was in place for Dragon Age Inquisition. Which itself was a kind of evolution of the gameplay system in Old Republic to begin right. with, in which you have the, you know, like actual real time combat, but then you can pause it, you can issue commands. Mm-hmm. That has been a thing in the Dragon Age games because of right, Old because Republic. Of the, yeah. And um. And with polish that. Right, like in Dragon Age Acquisition, it did not work very well at all, and like. There was really no point to do the pause command stuff because you would just get destroyed and then you play as a mage and then you just do the big sword thing and then you never die. And, like, that game obviously had its own issues. So I think with some refinement and with some polish, it would work very well if you just kind of build upon what you had for Knights of the Old Republic, include the things you learned with Dragon Age Inquisition, and then there you go. Basically, this is assuming that Bioware would be the ones that are making this remake. Which who knows? It kind of I feel like depends on. I how feel like they Anthem would does. not let someone else remake that because it is something that's so not. iconically. Like you look at it, and you're right. If Knights of the Old Republic didn't happen, I don't. Mass Effect doesn't happen. You know, right. Dragon Age doesn't like so much of how that game. You can see the seed that their other games were based off of. Like, yeah, and most people I feel like would say that this was both the first and the best version of their game. Right. And yeah. I, there's, I think there's credence to that. Like, it was lightning in a bottle, so to speak, because every iteration from it has been more and more, or rather less and less, like, dependent on that skeleton. Right. Um, 
which is good. I mean, Dragon Age is a very different game from Mass Effect, and Anthem is a very different game from those two, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of an RPG. Right. And there's still some elements that you can see reflected here. I love this game. I know a lot of other people love this game, and I think if it releases like on PC and like next generation of consoles, if it had like timed exclusivity or something, it would be a huge get because like this would sell a new system. If, yeah. if this game came out on a PlayStation 5, like, it would be a reason to buy a PlayStation 5, even if it's not first-party content. Right. Because people just love this game so much. Now, would you pair it with a Knights of the Old Republic 2 remake as well, or would you just do the first game? I think it would be Good dependent, because, I mean, given that there is a lot of unfinished stuff in the base release of Knights of the Old Republic 2... And Knights of the Old Republic 2, if I'm not mistaken, was also not done by Bioware. I'm pretty sure it was Obsidian, actually. There's a lot of situations in which Obsidian has had very good ideas, but not been able to complete them for one reason or another. Like, Fallout New Vegas happened. They were on a very strict timeline. Mm-hmm. Knights of the Old Republic 2 happened. They were on an exceedingly strict timeline with a even tighter budget. Right. So a lot of the game ended up being cut and then had to be refinished by the modding community. So it's like they're they're laying a very good groundwork, and for that I'm very excited for the new game that's coming out. I am excited for the Outer Worlds because I do want to see what they have in store for that. But since Bioware didn't make Night Seal Republic 2, I'm not sure how that remake process would go. I don't know if they would want to touch that project since they didn't really have a lot to do with it. Right. They could integrate the story of the uh, later titles of Night Seal Republic into this bigger game. Like if they, if they put their time and effort into it, like... Um, maybe even as downloadable content in the future. I well, that don't might be an interesting know. aspect. It'd be interesting, yes, but it's two different characters. You're not playing as the right. same character throughout each. So, but maybe um, incorporate elements from two as DLC. Yeah, like one. go to Narshada, go to um some of the other locations. Right. You know, like just yeah. expand the game a little bit. Yeah, I I can see that happening, but I don't know. What's the clown dudes. What what about what about that? I'm just like it'd be cool. I like I like I like the old Republic Sith designs. Yeah, no, they mm-hmm. really like that's some things that I think Knights of the Old Republic specifically did well is a lot of times when you expand Star Wars lore it can come out looking like a fresh turd. Yeah. But like there's I really like how the Sith look in those. Um the Sith armor specifically I think is really The shiny. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um I really just like cool. Revan's got a cool design. I mean, like, it's smart enough that they take what's familiar about Star Wars, but they either, I mean, I guess they're technically backdating it because it's before everything. But like, Revan is just like, yeah, that's that's Vader. But what if Vader had only a mask from Mm -hmm. like the nose down? Yeah, it's um. What if he looked less Nazi? But I think um. Bane. Earlier, I mentioned that I think EA may be working on this project because mm-hmm. um, there was a article that came out on the 10th of December um, on Eurogamer um, by Robert Perchesi, I want to say. It was a um, Unreal 4 engine remake of Old Republic that was oh, being be put forth. Um, it was called Aperion. It had started in 2016. Um it was by a studio called Poem Studios. And 
basically it was a remake and remastering of the original game. There was added content. There were new worlds, missions. The HUD was redone. Inventory was redone. Companion conversations. You know, it was basically a modern game. Um, And it looked great. Like, you can still see all of the footage and um, screenshots and stuff of the character design, of the world design. Because a lot of the times when you see, let's see it in Unreal Engine 4, it can look really kind of, like... Yeah, shitty and uncanny valley like a lot of the ones that I have seen for like Ocarina of Time yeah some of those look sometimes when it's like oh we redid Death Mountain it's like okay that looks sick then they'll do another one I'm like this makes me uncomfortable (laughs) to look at but this like there was a lot of there was like upwards of three years of work basically gone into this project called Hyperion Um, it got shut down by Lucasfilm in December Mm -hmm. um which is interesting because according to a previous interview that the author had done with the team, there hadn't been any blowback from Disney because predominantly when you are working on these projects, as long as they are not for profit, right. there are there's wiggle room right. sort of with how you can work them. Um, or, you know, the studio gets wind of it and then that team is brought on to work on something similar. Mm-hmm. And we have seen that in the past as well. So that got shut down. Um, Respawn Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is the only thing currently announced to still be in development after the shelving of the Amy Hennig-led team for Ragtag, which was at Visceral. Yeah. And then the open-world project Orca being produced by EA Vancouver also got shut down. Right. So, in a related note, Apex Legends just came out, the Respawn game. Um, They have a new Titanfall project thing happening this year, and... Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is also supposed to happen in the fall. So, like, if these things are happening that soon, I think it would be nice to see footage of that. But that is a side story. Mm. Um, that We'll probably see it at, like, E3 or something. E3 that Xbox is only attending now. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I think Nintendo or Sony are going to be there, but they're not going to have a presentation. Yeah, I think Nintendo is has a presence but they're not gonna like i think both have a presence but i don't think sony and nintendo are presenting they yeah. just have like videos yeah it'll be probably like a mini direct thing i just yeah. but um but yeah so with that all being said i think i don't want to theory craft too much Ooh. but if this project was specifically targeted out of every other star wars thing that has happened to this game in its very expansive modding community and there are two other single-player projects that got shut down, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, there has to be something else that is currently being worked on through the EA-Disney partnership. And I feel like this would make sense. Like, I feel like a remake of this would be not only something that would get people who were kind of dissatisfied with the... the um, current Star Wars. Current like Star Wars palette malarkey. of products. While also producing something that they know is already going to be a hit. A hit. It's not devoting resources into two new projects. It's a project that they already know there right. is a market for. And I think, like, as shitty as that would be if that actually turns out being the case, like, it's a remake of Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah. Like, give it to me. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would like to see if that is the case, Bioware, or at least other teams at EA doing it. Um, so it would be kept in house, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not involved in EA's decision making. So who knows? But yeah, that's it. That's my pitch. I like it. Bring back 
HD Big Z. Bring back Big Z. Yeah. Basically, that's the hashtag. Hashtag yeah. bring back Big Z. Bring him back. I don't remember what his full name was, but I know that... The Wookiee Zalbar. Zalbar. Um, Big Z. That's what she calls him, Big Z. And then her name is... Her name oh, that's is... that's going to drive me nuts. Because it's something that's like a everyday word. Like, it's not a But then it has two Star A's next to each other. Mission. mission. Yeah. I was going to say, her name is just like a normal name. It's yeah. a, well, not... You know what I'm it's saying. A, yeah. It's not a it's not a made it's up a Star, Star Wars, Wars name. name. Yeah, so that was it. Those were our three pitches. We had Star Wars: Shadow of the Empire. We had Metroid, and we had Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. So basically, remake space games, please. Yeah, just make space Give games. Give us some good space games. I want to go to space. That you have the Star Wars IP and you have people who will buy Star there, Wars games. Please there are make them. more than one people in this room that want Star Wars games so bad. Yeah, they pitched it to you. Listen. Yeah. So there's that. Um, we are going to have a community episode that I did mention in the intro that will be happening next week on the 22nd. That's when it will be live. You still have until the 21st essentially to let us know. Any of your ideas for video game remakes, any of your pitches that we can then talk about and banter about on air. How do people get on air, Britain? Um, you can let us know your plans on Facebook at IWTO Podcast or on Twitter at IWTO Podcast. You could comment on any of the platforms that we are on or you can email us. I think Tell me how I'd... badly you want a remake of... Lego Harry Potter years one through four only. See, I don't want that. <laughs> See, I literally said that one of my, before, like, it was we need to remake an old game, or before I realized that, I was like, you know, what if they made a big old nine episode Star Wars Lego game that's open world and fun? Yeah. Like Lego Star Wars? Like Lego Star Wars, like. Like Orca, which what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, really? But. Well, it wasn't going to be Lego, but it was going to be a world of fun. <laughs> it was going to be Lego. <laughs> Let um, me play as Yaddle, you cowards. Let it, contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at wontturnoff at gmail.com. Let me Thank play you for as listening the to this episode no, of It Won't Turn it's Off. It's finally happened. Thank you for listening to It Won't Turn Off. See you next time.